a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome to the expanded Inside Sources. Great to be with you for the next two hours from 1 to 3 here on KSL News Radio. I am Boyd Matheson, and I hope you are ready today. Uh, ready to dig a little deeper? Think a little bigger, challenge your assumptions a little stronger, and, of course, disagree a little bit better. So let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So much to think again about today. And the the issue I really want to drive home today is this idea of instant certainty. Instant certainty is that belief that we just have to immediately make these snap judgments uh, and we tend to do it with a, a degree of, of arrogance or assumption, uh, and it often prevents us from getting to the truth. And that's what I'm most worried about, is that instant certainty is the enemy of truth. And we have had a host of examples over the last several years as to what happens when we jump into that, when we allow media, local or national, uh, to drive a narrative or to lay things out as if it is all settled uh, when, in fact, it is not. In fact, just yesterday uh, in the uh, shooting of a, a police uh, officer and a young teenage girl in Columbus, Ohio, uh, there were a lot of very instant and very certain reports that went out in terms of what happened. And, of course, upon further review, there are clearly more details to be worked through, more video footage to be seen. Uh, but in, a, in an interesting way, uh, LeBron James, of course, uh, everyone knows, is the Los Angeles Lakers uh, star forward and uh, longtime NBA veteran. Uh, he took to Twitter in a most certain way. And I want you to listen to this description uh, of what LeBron James did what he then had to undo, and where it leaves us far, far away from getting to the truth. Following a fatal shooting of a 16-year-old girl in Columbus, Ohio, by a police officer yesterday, James tweeted a photo of the officer today with an accompanying caption, you're next, and the hashtag accountability, also an hourglass emoji. Body cam video showed the officer, Nicholas Reardon, who is white, fired at Micaiah Bryant, who was swinging a knife at several different people. James deleted that tweet and in a series of subsequent tweets explained why. And I'll read them as they're written. Anger does any of us any good, and that includes myself. Gathering all the facts and educating does, though. My anger still here for what happened that little girl, my sympathy for her family, and may justice prevail. 
All right, that's uh, Scott Van Pelt from ESPN uh, giving the the breakdown there. So LeBron James also susceptible to instant certainty, and he ended up taking that tweet down. And but again, this is someone who has fifty million followers. Uh, I'm sure there were fewer people uh, eyeing his retraction or the fact that the tweet went down as those who read it when it came out. Uh, but LeBron did say something important. He says gathering all the facts and educating. Uh, that's the key. And so we have to learn to suspend judgment. We have to get beyond this. We saw this uh, also in what took place on January the 6th. And listen to a a series of reports, national news reports, about the now ever-changing story over the death of Capitol Hill police officer Brian Sicknick. Investigators say protesters assaulted Officer Brian Sicknick during Wednesday's U.S. Capitol siege. Sicknick was fatally hurt in the storming of the Capitol by rioters, collapsing when he returned to headquarters, say police officials. That officer, now the second person killed as Trump supporters, overran police and got inside. The U.S. Attorney's Office in Washington, D.C. has opened a federal murder investigation into the death of Capitol Police Officer Brian Sicknick. Officials investigating reports that he was attacked with a fire extinguisher. The FBI said Tenyos and Julian Cater were seen on video spraying a chemical irritant into the eyes of three Capitol Police officers, including Brian Sicknick, who later died. The FBI is still working to determine whether the bear spray played any role in Sicknick's death. Medical examiner Dr. Francisco Diaz announced Monday Capitol Police officer Brian Sicknick died of natural causes one day after a violent mob stormed the U.S. Capitol, saying it was a stroke that killed the 42-year-old. So we go from the instant certainty that it was the fire extinguisher, that it was the bear spray, uh, and now uh, them saying that uh, it was a stroke, uh, and actually two strokes, uh, that uh, ultimately took his life. So you can see how rapidly this unravels. Uh, I want you to go back now a couple of years. Remember the uh, incident that took place between Nick Sandman, a young high school student, uh, there at the Lincoln Memorial, and an interaction with a Native American, uh, what happened immediately, and what the real story was later on. A group of students, some from a Catholic school in Kentucky, appearing to face off with 65-year-old Native American veteran Nathan Phillips at the foot of the Lincoln Memorial. It remains unclear exactly what happened between the students of Northern Kentucky's Covington Catholic High School and a group of Native Americans. What initially appeared to be a tense confrontation with a 65-year-old Native American man. Other videos suggest it was the students who were being taunted by a third group. The full war machine of the mainstream media revved up into attack mode. They did so without researching the full video of the incident, without ever investigating Mr. Phillips' motives, or without ever asking me for my side of the story. And that was uh, Nick Sandman uh, there at the end of that clip. And uh, again, there was this rush to judgment, this instant certainty in terms of what had happened. Uh, And we've seen that over and over again. Uh, We saw that with uh, President Biden citing New York Times report uh, talking about Russian military intelligence and targeting uh, and putting bounties on U.S. service uh, people. Uh, Again, we found out uh, that the U.S. intelligence agency uh, are not confident that's exactly what happened uh, because they were relying on testimony of detainees, those who were being held. Uh, and the, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Uh, and so we have to be aware of this instant certainty. Instant certainty is the enemy of truth.
Uh, I've had the opportunity to interview Bob Woodward a, a couple of times uh, over the last few years, and one in particular, of course, everyone thinks of uh, Bob Woodward and uh, Watergate and what had to, to take place there uh, during the Nixon administration. Uh, but he, Bob Woodward gave me some really interesting insight uh, in terms of slowing down and making sure you've checked all the facts, all the sources in all the right ways. Here's what Bob Woodward told me. You need uh, strong editors. Uh, there are scenes in our book, All the President's Men, and the movie version where we would write a story, and, and it was Bradley who would say, slap the copy and say, no, you don't have it yet, and go talk to more people, get more sources, get more specifics, the building blocks of good journalism. And so there was no political posturing on his part, and I think that's essential to any good journalism. And so we have to get to that point where we need to to just slow down a little bit, suspend judgment for a minute. Uh, I asked Bob Woodward specifically about this idea of instant certainty being the enemy of truth, and uh, he reframed it this way. That's a great term, instant certainty. And what happens, in or particularly on cable television, both sides, left, right, people are so, this is the way it is, there's no alternative, there's not another side. So... Again, learning to step back a little bit, and this applies to the media, this applies to uh, members of of Congress and political parties, this uh, uh, certainly applies to business leaders and employees, it applies to all of us. Uh, And how often do we allow ourselves to be sucked into the instant certainty of the moment? And just learning to suspend judgment, it provides space for truth to be discovered. Uh, It's actually the only path that leads to learning, that leads to understanding, and most importantly, that leads to trust. When large institutions, governments, businesses, and individuals can lay aside the certainty, public trust actually increases. So a little instant uncertainty, I think, might be the answer. Uh, Beware of instant certainty. It is an enemy to trust. And we're going to talk about that a lot more as we go through the day today. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Again, we've got to think again about what we know uh, in the media. When we come back, we're going to have one of those uncomfortable conversations about a crucial conversation. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.